0: How can we make this a better world if we have women hating on women? Being a woman is already hard enough. How can we make this a better world when we have people enabling other people to recognize their toxic behaviors? How can we make this a better world if we're constantly telling someone to be the bigger person and ignore stuff? ignore the disrespect ignore the belittling because that's how a person is how can we make this a better world if you're telling a woman she has to be this way to be a woman like you know the you wrote the book on how to be a woman how can we make this a better world when we always judging somebody Hey, 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 it's your girl, Empress K, and you're tuned in to the Empress Peace. Hey, y'all, I'm back. I'm better than ever. If you have not subscribed to my podcast, I suggest you subscribe to my podcast and catch up with previous episodes. And if you have not followed me on my social media pages, I suggest you follow me on my social media pages. I will support the love. I love the love, and I love you guys. Alright, I know I've been gone for about a month and some change, but you know, lack of motivation, not really having much that I really wanted to talk about, but I found something that I want to talk about. And the first thing that I want to say is, happy Black History Month. I know we like two weeks in or whatever, but happy Black History Month. It's our month, and Happy Valentine's Day! I hope you guys are showing the love to yourself, to your spouse, to your kids, to your family. Whoever show you love, make sure you return the love. But also make sure you install that love into yourself. Now today, 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 on this very day, we're gonna talk about womanhood and enablers So grab your tea, grab your seat, you and grab everything you need. And come chit-chat with me. Before we start a little chit chit chat chat I just want to keep it real with you guys. You know, be as transparent as possible. But truthfully, I really forgot how to do my intro. Like, it was so hard to remember the words that I used to say, so I know I probably changed it up, but it's a new year, it's a new me, I'm trying to elevate and evolve, be a better person than I was last year, than I was like a second ago, but remembering how to do an intro is crazy to me. But then I had to realize, I haven't really been consistent with my podcast, like, I've been gone for about a month. (laughs) I haven't made a podcast in about a month. And honestly, I battled myself last year of honestly just being done with making a podcast. Like, not doing them anymore. Just saying it is what it is. I don't want to do this anymore. It's not worth it. I'm wasting my time. I honestly had battled with myself all last year. And some in January where I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I had a new podcast idea written on my wall for like a month. And it's like, I look at it. I ain't doing it. I don't want to. I'm not going to waste my breath. So I was really in battles with myself. So actually saying bump it. I'm going to just do it because I'm tired of seeing it written in my to-do list. So I'm going to just do it. And I honestly forgot my intro. So yeah. But I do want to talk about something... That I saw on Twitter. It's kind of a battle, whatever. I don't really like doing podcasts anymore because people don't appreciate deep conversation. Like, people really want you to be quiet and keep it short. But a conversation is supposed to keep going. I hate, I hate hearing a person say, oh, this person talked too much. No, this person. Is making memories with you. This person's having a conversation with you. Y'all want everybody to be quiet. It's like y'all want people to dwell in being lonely. No. Let's get out. Let's talk. Let's have deep conversations. Let's talk about UFOs. Let's talk about other things that's not about drama and negativity. Why do I feel like this? Truthfully... It was brought to my attention with the Carisha Please with Trina. I thought that was a great podcast. I really thought Trina was giving great advice. I was actually appreciating the advice that she was giving. But all under the comments or everything that people were saying, was like, oh, Trina is a talker. She talking too much. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's what you're supposed to do on a podcast. I don't think y'all understand that. That's what you're supposed to do. A podcast is about having conversations, and I know people like, "Well, can you keep the conversation under a minute, or can you keep the conversation under ten minutes?" It's like a ten minute conversation is boring to me. I want someone to talk to me. I'm a talker. I I can admit that I love to talk, but I don't like to talk to everybody. I'm friendly, but I'm not friendly to everybody. So if I enjoy having a conversation with you, I feel, and I could be wrong and I could be closed minded and I apologize for that, but I feel like I enjoy having a conversation with you. I don't want it to be five minutes. I don't want it to be 10 minutes. Let's just talk. And when we done talking, we done talking. Get it out. Y'all like "Mm -mm, talking too much, talk too much. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And then y'all go and wonder why people don't want to talk to you. Don't want to be around you. Trina's podcast with Carisha was amazing. I don't care what nobody say. They said that lady was talking too much. That's what you're supposed to do on a podcast. I had to be to work at 530 the next morning. And who? I stayed up them two hours listening to Trina. Because some of the stuff that Trina was saying, I know I needed to hear and I couldn't get that in five minutes deep conversations are amazing like I, I love them and it's it sucks that in this generation people are trying to like kill them off y'all rather be on your phones and scrolling through tiktok or scrolling through facebook or scrolling through instagram or twitter or whatever but so I was just having a conversation with somebody a deep one that's longer than 10 minutes it's like I don't think y'all attention span is longer than that. That's why y'all want to keep stuff under a minute. But if we having a good conversation, I don't care if it go on for two to three hours. I don't care. Say I talk too much. Oh, well. If I'm enjoying the conversation, I'm going to keep talking. And that's why I don't really enjoy doing podcasts. Is because I'm constantly looking at the time. Like, okay, I got to cut this short. Oh, I got to cut this out because it's too long to keep people attention who don't appreciate deep conversations. And that's just my transparent moment. Moving along. Let's talk about how being a woman is hard. And I'm not talking about the color of your skin. I'm not talking about your body size. I'm just talking about being a woman is hard (laughs) it's hard it's hard to maintain sometimes it's very hard to maintain we got one week where our emotions is just everywhere just everywhere right Mm -hmm. then we deal with emotions being everywhere and we bleeding. Then after we stop bleeding, we think about, hmm, maybe I'm okay now, you know? Then you got to think about, oh my God, my hair's not done, my nails not done, I got to shave this week, I got to do laundry, I got to cook, I got to clean, like, it's hard. And it doesn't stop being hard because you don't have kids. Because I don't have kids, but being a woman is hard. It's expensive too, very much expensive. And it's not because I don't have kids. I'm tired without kids. Because all the stuff that I have to do for myself as a woman. Stuff that I have to keep up for myself. But what makes it even more hard is when you have another woman putting you down for being a woman. Like she's a perfect woman. Like she got all her ducks in a row. Like, she don't never make no mistakes. Constantly making you feel bad for the woman that you're trying to be. Trying to become. Because every day I feel like we're trying to become a better woman. I, ain't, I know I am. I know there's areas of this womanhood that I lack. But I'm hoping to pick up on. Because I'm not the perfect woman. One thing I do hate is when... Women go so deeply in about a woman wearing a bonnet out in public. Oh, you shouldn't be wearing that. You need to make sure you're dressed appropriately because you don't know who's going to see you. Ma'am, I don't give a damn who sees me. I come to get these eggs and going back home. That's all I'm coming here for. I ain't coming here to impress nobody. If I want to impress somebody, I dress up. But I don't want to. You see me in these sweatpants, this crop top, and these uh, slides with this bonnet on, baby. That means I'm in and out. I'm in and out. So, that's what that means. In and out. As in don't stop me, don't talk to me. I am in and out. I don't need your judgment. I am in and out. I'm trying to get back home. I don't want to be out in public. That's what that entire means. That's what that outfit means. Bonnet, sweats, you know, bummy shirt or crop top or some slides on. That means in and out. We don't want to be seen. And number two, if I'm supposed to run into my soulmate in the grocery store, Wouldn't I want him to see the authentic me? The real me? Not the me that's trying to impress him. Not the me that's trying to fake it until he make me his wife. Wouldn't I want him to see the real me? Because when he marry me, when he move in with me, he gonna see bonnet. Why he gonna see bonnet? Because, baby, I'm just like a female. Once I hit that door, I run to the bathroom so fast. I mean, run to the bathroom super duper fast. And once I hit that bathroom, bonnet attached. Bonnet attached. I don't care if I, I know I have to be somewhere in like five minutes. I'm going to attach that bonnet for like five minutes because I need the comfort of my bonnet. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Sorry, sir. <laughs> so I'm going to attach my bonnet. I want him to know, look, this bonnet in me is a package deal. Number two, why am I wearing wearing a full face every time? Like, man, you gonna see this mug. I ain't about to be wasting all that. Uh Uh-uh, uh-uh, I will spice it up when I want to spice it up. But sometimes you need to see what I look like for real. I have known ladies for real tell me a story that's beyond crazy to me. It's beyond crazy to me. And if I can write the book fake it until he make you his wife this will be chapter one i have heard women tell me they wait for their man to fall asleep before they go into the bathroom to remove their makeup remove it all off and sometimes they fall asleep with the makeup on then but if they remove it all off they set their alarm an hour before he wakes up right go to the bathroom and put a whole face on get back in the bed with him so he can think she woke up like this absolutely positively no bro. you gonna see you gonna, gonna see me wake up with little, little drool stains around me cause I drool sometimes but, but you gonna see the real me like, I'm not about to sit here and show him half of me the spicing up part you know the put together me I'm gonna let him know hey this is the okay me like I'm just making it through the week. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. I'm waiting for Friday. And I'm going to show him, oh, this the Monday look, baby. I'm tired. He going to see all elements of me. The put-together me, the okay me, the okay. I'm tired, baby. I'm tired. I know you see this toothpaste stain on my shirt. I still got to do laundry. I still got to clean up. I still got to do that, but it is not a good week. I want him to see every element of me because i want him to accept every part of me some ladies when they go out when they go out with a guy i'll oh, just take a salad and in the water no ma'am if i want a salad that's what i want at the time that's what i'm tasting for But I'm going to get what I want to get. Now, I will say lately, when I have been going out to restaurants, I have been asking for, like, water. Because, I don't know, like, I've really been moving away from, like, sodas and stuff like that. I have been. But if I want a soda when I'm out on a date with a man, I will. But most likely, I'll probably get, like, a tea or a juice or something. Or I'll just get water. That's just a choice of mine. But I'm going to get what I want to get. You asking me out, I'm going to get what I want. And I'm not going to do that little... Mm, you know, eating all cute because I don't eat cute at all. I don't eat cute at all. I smash. Like, I be smashing my food like (laughs) like I be going in. I don't know why I'm like this. Maybe it's because I grew up with brothers that I eat the way I eat. But I think I eat more harder than my brothers. Like, I feel like my brothers and them eat more proper than me. I'm just Eating like I ain't never been fed before. Like, you got... Hey, take that plate from that girl. That girl eating crazy. Like, that's how I feel that I eat. But I want him to accept that. Baby, we're going to smash. I don't eat proper food. Be all around my mouth. Like, (laughs) he going to have to see that. I'm not going to fake it until he make me his wife. Because I want him to see me in and out. And that's the person that I want him to fall in love with. I'm not going to do all of that. And that's I feel like makes a woman extra extra hard that we got to do that that we are felt to make that we have to fake it until he make us all, our wives like i don't know what generation started this but i wish that they never did where they build their sons up as kings make them feel like the woman got to take care of the house the woman got to do this the woman got to do that but then you raise your woman your girl up as as if she has to Yeah, you're supposed to follow behind your man, but make sure your man can lead. But you make her feel like she got to cook, clean, and keep herself up. You don't raise her up to be the queen and let her know, like, that's a team thing. When you you down, he pick you up. It's okay for him to cook for you sometimes. It's okay for him to wash clothes or do whatever. I feel like we should raise the generation up as as there's no gender role. If you love that person, y'all work as a team. And that's how y'all build y'all empire by working as a team. Not making her feel less of a woman, because a lot of times women raise their daughters up to feel less than a woman, and then she grow up with insecurities, feeling like she's not good enough. She'll never be good enough, a good enough woman. If I'm making sense. And the last thing that I want to talk about, I saw it on Facebook, and it was like kind of disturbing. I don't really. Have a homophobe bone in my body. I love people for who they are. I don't care what you like. What you do at home ain't got nothing to do with what I do. Because what I do, you don't do. So whatever you like, I like for you. If you if it make you happy, I'm happy for you. I don't, I don't do that. But I was seeing a lot of men saying they have periods too. I don't wish that on nobody. Having a cycle, I don't wish that on nobody. And I don't think men understand how hard that is. It's hard. You you don't feel like yourself when you're on your cycle. Like, you want to cry. You want to be upset. Perfect example, my emotions when I'm on my cycle is so up and down. I have blocked somebody and they never did anything to me. And yeah, it was a man because... I get irritated with <laughs> with men on my period. I don't know why. But that person didn't do anything to me. I just was upset and I blocked them. For no apparent reason other than my hormones was just raging. And to see men take it as a joke. Or to say, I have my period too. Girl, I'm on my period. Or to see them putting pads and, you know... Their underwear, it's like, dude, No, we don't want to do that. It was put on us. If we can give it back, we would. Dealing with cramps. I mean, cramps so bad that sometimes you can't even get out of bed. But you got to. We, We popping, you know, pills just to be able to get through the day sometimes. Laying around with a heating pad just to get through the day and don't let you have your period while you're on your job. Because then you got to put on a face when you feel horrible. We don't get the appreciation of that part of our time is very, very hard. Yeah, it is a detox. We are detoxing our body or whatever, but it ain't, it ain't easy. So to say people have periods, no. Women have periods. And it's not something that we're proud about. It's not something that we're proud about. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I be like, dang, I want to do that nine months. (laughs) Carrying a baby for nine months. Because my period sometimes gets on my nerves. I hate being moody. And that's the most that I am. Like, when I'm on my period, that's the most moody I can be. Right when it's about to come on. I know when it's about to come on because I'm mood shifting. I'm getting aggravated. Being impatient, I'm getting overwhelmed. My anxiety is going crazy, but it's not. People have periods. It's women have periods, and it's not easy. It's not easy being a woman. Yeah, we make it look easy because we ain't got no choice. We got no choice. If we had a choice, I ain't it. We would show you. Hey, this ain't easy, but we don't. Some women do show you. I know. I'll show you it hey, ain't easy, like. Sometimes I just want to take a day off, but I can't because every day that I wake up, I'm a woman. And if we all come together as women and build each other up, besides knocking each other down, maybe womanhood won't be as bad. But nowadays, it's so hard to trust a female friend because they caddy. That's the number one thing that you hear. Women are caddy, and they are. They do petty things to other women but won't do that to a man if you, if that makes sense when Meg said be mad at them niggas how you be mad at me a lot of women won't do that they'll take all their frustration out on you and treat you like crap but sit there and kiss the tail of a man but will give you the advice and hey, don't be kissing up to that man but you do it You do it, sis. I don't say nothing when you do it because that's your life. And what makes you happy makes you happy. It don't make me happy. And I ain't going to judge your life. It's a lot of women out here that'll judge your life. It's a lot of women out here that'll bring bitterness and misery to your life because they're not truly happy with their life. If I'm really making sense. I hope I'm really making sense. But I sometimes wish all women would come together so we can build each other up. Besides always trying to build each other down. And in this new generation, I really do see that happening. And I feel like it's moving away from the older generation. Like, no disrespect to our elders, but sometimes it's them that put that negativity in with us. Because no offense, sometimes our elders, they raise their, they raise their sons up to be the husband that they wanted while putting down their daughters and they don't understand it. And I love seeing in this new generation how mothers and now generation is building their their daughters up to be confident and being the queens that they want. Cause we really didn't see that growing up. We really didn't. You seen the the sons being built up to the husbands that the mamas wanted while sometimes the mothers belittle the daughters and made the daughters feel like they ain't gonna never be nothing, you know? Well, all you gotta do is cook, clean, lay on your back and have kids and woo, woo woo You you this and you that, you know, they didn't install that confidence into the daughters. And I love seeing it now. So I feel like in the next generation, we're gonna have strong women. And I applaud it. And we're gonna have strong men too. Like I don't want y'all to think I'm being biased, but I applaud it. We're gonna have more stronger women, more women coming together. Because I'm I'm seeing it. And that's a good change. Because being a woman is very hard. So we're at the last part of my podcast segment. And I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet with a kiss. That's me doing a kiss. <laughs> Because I felt like my womanhood segment was longer than expected. But that's something that I'm really, 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 really passionate about talking about. We need to build up our women so they can see their confidence instead of like drowning them in insecurities and expectations on how to be a perfect woman. But I'm not going to go anymore into that. I'm going to talk about enablers. And what an enabler is, in my opinion. In my opinion, an enabler is a person that's going to constantly make an excuse for a person's behavior. The unhealthy behavior, the toxic behavior, the negative behavior. They're going to always find a way to make an excuse for it. They're not going to let the person live up to the fact that, A, you're being toxic. You're being negative. You're being bitter. You're being miserable. You're making this person life, excuse me, a living hell. And it's not okay. Like an enabler is going to always, they made a mistake or you need to be a bigger person and understand where they're coming from. Let me tell you something, Linda. I'm very understanding. And I understand that this person is being an asshole to me. For no apparent reason. Because they haven't healed from whatever trauma or whatever toxic situation that they came out of. I don't have to be understanding today. This person is being an asshole to me for no apparent reason. Because they're not happy with themselves. Don't tell me to be understanding. Don't tell me the choices that they made in life was mistakes when it hurt me. Because they had a choice to make that mistake. And they did it anyway. Knowing how it reflect on me. We talk a lot about enablers when y'all talk about narcissists. But that's not always the key. Like, I feel like sometimes... We do the most enabling when it comes to the elders. We don't want to talk about that, though. But I'm going to talk about it because I talk about everything over here. Sometimes we enable elders to believe that you can't treat us in your kind of way because you've been on this earth longer than we have. You treat us with the same respect that you want. And I know they came from that enabling situation where you, you... obey the older person like no if you're being disrespectful to me i don't have to sit around you i don't care if you've been on this earth for 100 years you're not gonna sit here and disrespect me and belittle me as a human i don't care about that. i'm your elder i don't care you don't respect me as a human i don't need to be around you And I know how do we... In, I know y'all saying, well, how do we enable them? Because I have caught myself doing it. And I'm trying to work on stop saying it. But I know I have a reason on why I say it. We enable the elders by saying, oh, well, you know they old. You know how old people get. That's enabling them not to change. Just because you old, that don't mean you get to talk to and treat people in any other kind of way. I know you frustrated because you old right now. And you can't get around how you used to. I know you frustrated because you see the youth... In us, and you probably reminiscing real quick, and you probably want to go back to our age because you want to do the stuff that we doing now because you didn't have it back then. I understand all that, but that does not give you a right to be an asshole towards somebody. It does not. And a lot of old people, they see you living your life. They see you living your life to your fullest potential. They see you living your life for you, and they don't like it because when they were your age they were living their lives for everybody else but themselves and nowadays we don't do that we, we live for us we don't fake it as much as they did like a lot of old people when they give you a gift if you don't show like excitement immediately they think that you will not like it but give me a second let me look at it let me play around with it my excitement is inside i don't have to like you know jump up and down and touch the ceiling and show you I'm so excited. Thank you. This is great. That's excitement for us because we're used to getting gifts. They, they weren't used to that back in the day. We sometimes enable people to be themselves because you're like, oh, you don't need to be like that. You don't, No, no, no. Don't tell me how I need to be. If you don't agree on how I am, Find a better way to say it. But don't be, don't be disrespectful to my character. If somebody wanna be loud, ratchet, and all of that, you allow them to be it. Don't sit there and tell them you need to pipe down. Turn the shine up. No, baby, turn that shine up even more. Paint this world how you wanna paint it. Live your life how you wanna live it. But when it comes to elders, y'all like to say, oh, you need to be more respectful. We have older people in the room. Okay? If them older people really got a problem, they can get out of the room. And I know y'all saying, oh, that's disrespectful. That's not disrespectful per se. Because a lot of older people feel very much entitled. Very much entitled. Where you're not even bothering them. You're not even doing anything to them but just sitting in the room. I don't want to hear that racket they playing over there. Tell them to turn it down. I'm sitting in here. They need to have more respect for me. Ma'am, it's not really up that loud. You're okay. You're really okay. Or tell her to go put on some longer pants. She wearing them them short shorts and that crop top. That ain't appropriate. I'm sitting in here. That ain't decent. Ma'am, look the other way. That's how these kids dress nowadays nobody gonna wear no turtleneck and no long pants just to please your eyes if it's really bothering you that much you look the other way and what's so funny when you look back into the older pictures they used to wear crop tops and show their stomach and shorts but didn't want nobody to say nothing to them but as they got older they bring in that behavior into the world because they heard other people say oh respect your elders respect your elders respect your yes Respect your elders when they're being respectful to you. An elder should not ever have to come out. A elder should not ever feel like they can come off of their mouth and say some disrespectful stuff. And you have to eat it up. No. Respect people. And I'm happy that we're actually moving to that in this generation where we're telling our people our kids to respect people and don't let somebody disrespect you because that's true and and honestly it's good to install that into our kids right now yeah be respectful to an adult but if adult is being just bluntly disrespectful for you yeah stand up for yourself don't let nobody disrespect you because they're calling themselves an adult because an adult won't do some of the stuff that i have seen elders do Yeah, you're an adult, but you're sitting here disrespecting another adult. You're disrespecting that child. You belittling that child. You belittling that young adult. Check yourself. But I'm going to hop up out them elders because I don't want y'all to really go in on me. We enable people to believe that cheating is a mistake. That is not a mistake. Cheating is a choice. Because you knew. If you cheat and got caught, that would hurt your person. And that person would potentially leave you. So that wasn't a mistake. A mistake is, I don't know the outcome. I don't know the outcome at all. But you know for a fact that cheating is going to lead to breakup. And it's going to lead to betrayal. And it's going to lead to somebody getting hurt. If you made a mistake, you don't know them three things. Yeah, you know it's a risk. But you don't know them three things. I made a mistake. I didn't know the outcome was going to come out like that. But with cheating, you know how the outcome is going to come if you get caught. You know it. Hands down, you know that was going to happen. We enable people to believe that. And I feel like, because I'm about to get up out of here. Because I feel like I'm preaching and I don't want to preach right now. I feel like in order to make this a better world... We have to stop judging. We have to stop being enablers. And we have to let people live their lives the way they want to live them. Let them make the mistakes that they have to make. Because in order to enjoy life, you sometimes have to make mistakes to learn from them. Take away, I was like that when um, I was your age. Because you may have been like that when they... When you were my age, but you don't know the outcome of how I'm going to do it. We have to learn to accept the fact that everyone has a different path. And you can't tell somebody how to live their life. Just like you can't tell somebody how they should and should not pray or talk to God. You have no right to tell somebody the rights and wrongs on how to talk to God. God is supposed to be our friend. God is supposed to be our provider. God is supposed to be our therapist. God is supposed to be everything that we need him to be for us. And however that person wants to talk to God, that's between them and God. Mind your business and let people live their life how they want to live their life. Because minding that person's business is a distraction from you minding your business. And that's what I want you guys to remember. Let it dwell into your spirit. Live your life for you. Love on yourself. Happy Black History Month. For those that listen to my podcast from day one and stay true to my podcast. I do apologize for being gone for about a month. But you know, I'm back. I'm better than ever. I love you guys. Hope you continue to come back for my chitter chitter chat chat. And I'm gone.